So episode number two, ScaleUpMadison.com. We want to uh, highlight and thank you for uh, listening today, but also we want to highlight that this is not just meant for Madison. It's meant for everywhere and any type of business nonprofit. So in our initial episode, we talked about a parable about why the need or different types of control systems and how companies use them in organizing and stru- the need for structure. So today we want to talk about types of organizations. Uh, this, this is based on research by Alan Philly, who was a professor at UW-Madison School of Business for 30 to 40 years and probably one of the initial researchers in the area of small business and, and entrepreneurship. But what he found in all his research, that he's, he was able to say there were pretty much three types of organizations that exist for small businesses and uh, was able to identify characteristics specific to each and strengths and weaknesses. And he also, through his research, he was able to say and show uh, – the need to transition towards other types uh, for, for long-term success. So the three types of organizations are the craft type, or what we also call the product service-centered organization, typically th- thought of as the lifestyle business or the mom and pop. The second is the craft or the promotion type business, which is also cons- called a market innovation type business, which is founded based upon the a unique innovation, a patent, things of that nature. And then finally, the third type that Philly identified was the, uh, we call it administrative type businesses. I actually like to call it the professionally managed organization. And it's what we think of in a, 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 a usually a larger company that has systems, budgets, so on and so forth. So what Philly identified is that companies, especially small businesses, kind of adapt their or evolve and their strategies kind of fit these these different characteristics of each organization type based upon their leadership and their objectives. So today what we want to talk about is the craft type organization. The craft type or what we call product service centered is probably 80 to 85 percent or more uh, small businesses in the in the US. You know think of that restaurant on the corner, uh, a family restaurant. The founder still works there as either the chef, the maitre d', whatever. Family works there. Friends, no real structure. Not a lot of, not a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of what you'd see in a traditional company as far as uh, management and such. But unique to the product service centered or the craft type businesses, what what are their objectives? What's their leadership style? Well, first thing is, most of the time they don't have objectives other than survival. You ask them, okay, what, what what's your goal with this organization? It's usually the, owner, the founder will usually tell you, well, I just want to make an income, support myself, support the family and such. No real hardcore objectives, goals, and, and, and numbers that they would you would see in other organizations. Um, if you were to ask them about policies that the company has, do you have a corporate policy manual? Usually in these type of businesses, they don't because a lot of time, in a lot of cases, they've been around for so long that they just do things by tradition. There's no need to write stuff down. Um, no job standards, none of, none of that uh, thing. Another thing that you'll find is the, the, the power levels in this structure. The, fa- the, the actual structure in the organization is going to be pretty much three different levels. First, you'll have the family level. And as, as, it, as, it, as it illustrates, family is family members. And, of course, family doesn't necessarily have to be blood, but it usually is. They're the leaders of the organization. Uh, if you're not inside that family circle... Uh, you're usually not going to be, you know, you're not going to really be, have much say in it. 
A second level that develops in the craft or, or product service center type company is what we call the trusted employee group. The trusted employee group is the employees who have been there a real long time. Their, their, their spot in the company is rationalized by their loyalty, their length of service. Um, even though they don't have a strong role in decision-making like the family does, they still have a, a lot of knowledge, a lot of power uh, behind the scenes. Um, sometimes that power can be misused. You find companies that have, oh, examples of embezzlements take place in a lot of small companies that have this type of uh, power structure, especially in the craft-type organization. And the third level of employees is the is what we call the transient group. These are people, usually lower-level employees that come and go, um, get hired for a little bit, you know, they find out that, well, the trusted employee is the one who gets all the power other than the family. Uh, they're favored by the family, uh, whatever. They usually tend to leave quite often. Transient employees can also be people at like the vice president or management level. Usually you'll find when a craft service type or product service type, type company, they'll get an idea, well, we have to start bringing in, you know, somebody will recommend they bring in outside management They'll bring that person in, but because of the structure, because of the loyalty of the trusted employee, because of the power of the family, you're usually not going to be able to break into it. And so even even at higher levels, at least from title standpoint, you'll see a lot of uh, lot of turnover. Usually in another another characteristic is there's not going to be a supervisory function. The 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 founders, the owners are also going to do a lot of the work, the selling, the production, the such. Uh, efforts are usually going to be focused on sales and or production. There's not going to be a, you're not going to see what we call a lot of indirect type service. Uh, you won't see an HR department. You won't see a, a finance department. It's going to be pretty well centered in the, in the production and the selling of the product or service. Morale in these type of organizations, usually pretty good. You know, you, you, you tend to acquire people, the people who work there like safety, they like stability. Um, they like the fact that the firm doesn't change much and doesn't have real high expectations except keep doing what you're doing. Now, what are the downsides of this type of company? Everything's done by tradition. You don't have a lot of, you know, people in the, in the firm, employees who are real risk takers. Um, there's not going to be much innovation. You know, there's not going to be a need to, um, Usually they may have some skill in their in their job they do, but they're just not too, you know, why, why change things? There's no need to. Um, and usually this is a really, really benevolent type organization, meaning, you know, the, 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 the founders, the family probably has all the power, but they're usually really good with their employees. They, they provide the stability. They reward the loyalty. They really, really honor it. And so that benevolence is... Uh, you know, it can be a can be a real positive. Um, key thing to note about this, and this is what Philly would always would always uh, cite in his research, is that if this company is in a little niche, there's not a lot of competition, the environment doesn't change very much, probably just fine. You know, you know, hey, they're making money. Why change things? We don't have to. We 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 know the cash in the bank is there. We know what we pay everybody. Uh, we don't need a lot of record keeping except for our, our taxes, you know, our, our accountant to tell us what our taxes are, what we owe on our taxes or whatever, but no real need for, for stuff. But, but where this company is really at risk, 
this type of organization is when their outside environment, the, the competition, the technology, the whatever, changes and they are not able to meet the change, adapt to the change. And that's usually when the problem occurs. So that's uh, kind of the, 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 the real summary version of the craft type or we also call the product service centered or lifestyle type business. Most small businesses, remember there's about 30 million small businesses in the United States. Uh, about 5 to 6 million have employees. 85 to 90% would probably meet this criteria. But as we said, there's, there's pluses and minuses to this type of structure. Uh, in fast-changing markets, usually they don't last too long. So that's the craft type, product service center type organization. In our next podcast, we'll look at what we call the promotion type organization, or also we also classify it as the market innovation type company.